I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. The former president's been deposed in the defamation suit filed by rape accuser E. Jean Carroll. And people are detained near the Capitol complex tonight. We'll go live to WTOP's Mitchell Miller. The Silver Line extension open next month. I'm John Aaron. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. President Biden says he's tapping oil reserves to keep gas prices steady. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The president says his administration will replenish the Strategic Petroleum Reserve when oil prices dip to around $70 a barrel, and it'll pump more out of the reserve if necessary. We're calling it a ready and release plan. He says the reserve is currently more than half full, which he insists is enough for any emergency. And he pushes back on GOP criticism that today's announcement was politically motivated. Look, it makes sense. I've been doing this for how long now? Mr. Biden's move today ends the 180 million barrel drawdown he began last spring. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, the White House. Former President Trump sat down for a deposition today in a defamation lawsuit filed by writer E. Jean Carroll. She claims Trump raped her in the mid-90s in a department store dressing room in New York. Mr. Trump has denied the claim, but last week a federal judge cleared the way for his testimony, saying the former president has already delayed the case and shouldn't be able to run out the clock. Russian President Vladimir Putin says four annexed regions in Ukraine are now under martial law. CBS's Maria Lushnia has more on what that means. Under Russian law, that allows the Russian military, law enforcement, a pretty wide set of possibilities, what they can do. They can seize civilian property, they can stop people for checks, they can limit their movement in however they want, they can introduce a curfew. The move comes as the Kremlin loses ground in the war, but its attacks are escalating now with the use of suicide drones. Migrants have started arriving at a new shelter on Randall's Island in New York City, set up with hundreds of cots. WC CBS reporter Sean Adams has details. Caseworkers will help migrants figure out their next destination. Their phones, Wi-Fi, a rec room with games. Families will get similar services at a Midtown hotel. There's no limit to how long someone can stay here. The goal is four days to get settled. More than 68 million Americans are feeling the freeze tonight, but down south, there's a bit of a split. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson explains. Unfortunately, it's one more cold night in the 30s and 20s for much of the southeast. That includes places like Jacksonville, Florida, getting down to 37, Asheville, North Carolina, down to 25. But he says Texas could still see temps up to 90 degrees, which would be a record this time of year. Dessert just got a little dangerous. Nestle Tollhouse is recalling stuffed chocolate chip cookie dough with fudge filling. It could contain white plastic pieces, but so far, no one's gotten sick. The Dow lost 100 points today. The Nasdaq down 91 and the S&P slipped 24. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Good evening, it is 6.03. Thanks for driving along with us on this Wednesday evening, a cool one, October the 19th, 56. Hey, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. 
Breaking news on WTOP. Capitol Police have detained three people after investigating a suspicious vehicle near the U.S. Supreme Court this afternoon. Let's go live to Capitol Hill and WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Capitol Police began investigating the vehicle shortly after four this afternoon near First Street and East Capitol Street, which is near the Supreme Court as well as the Library of Congress. No charges have been announced against the three people detained, but they're reportedly being investigated because of weapons found in the vehicle. As this investigation proceeds, the east side of the Capitol is closed off to the public tonight, and there are several road closures, including between Constitution and Independence at 1st Street, as well as blocks on East Capitol Street. This is an area well known to police. In August, a man set his car on fire after hitting a barricade on East Capitol. He later shot himself. In this instance, there has been no violence of any kind, and the people detained were taken away without incident. Reporting live on Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Thank you, Mitch. Now to a standoff over getting the Silver Line extension to Loudoun County up and running by Thanksgiving. Metro claims it's ready to start service to Dulles next month. But WMATA and the Safety Commission are pushing back, and that's got two Virginia senators ticked off. WTOP's John Aaron explains what's up. Metro now says the extension could be carrying riders to Dulles for the Thanksgiving rush, but only if the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission signs off. That watchdog would need to approve a return to service plan for sideline 7000 series rail cars and approve a safety certification for the rail extension. The Safety Commission, though, has objected to Metro's most recent return to service plan for the rail cars and also says Metro has more work to do in getting the safety certification for the Silver Line extension. Metro says the Silver Line certification is not a major hurdle, but that the commission has given confusing direction on the return of the rail cars. John Aaron, WTOP News. Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine say WMATA and the Safety Commission have to get their acts together and remember they are not in existence to wage turf battles, but to serve your transportation needs. It's 605. Can't find affordable housing? Are you frustrated by your commute? Well, Montgomery County Executive Mark Elridge says the county needs to look across the Potomac for ways to solve some of those problems. The turmoil created when Montgomery County's entire planning board resigned after internal divisions became public has put the spotlight on how decisions are made on housing, jobs, and commuting patterns. County Executive Mark Elrich says the issue isn't a shortage of housing, but a shortage of housing people can afford. So this is a price problem. It's not an availability problem. Elrich told reporters in his weekly briefing the county needs to do better on attracting high-paying jobs and transportation is part of that. And Virginia went all in in terms of providing transit, not just the Silver Line, but, you know, everything, every Virginia county now has bus rapid transit that's actually up and functioning. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Earlier this week, we told you about the search for a man accused of raping a woman at gunpoint inside a Vienna, Virginia hotel room. Now police say thanks to your help, they've got their suspect in custody. It was a, a tip from a community member that led to a tentative ID. Then the ID of 30-year-old Patrick Craig Locke was confirmed after body camera footage from a Montgomery County arrest for shoplifting was examined. Second Lieutenant James Curry with Fairfax County Police says they want him for an October 1st rape that happened at a hotel in Vienna. Locke is accused of walking into a woman's hotel room with a gun and then attacking her. He got away on Metro, but Tuesday was arrested at D.C.'s Metro Center Station. Um, we're very happy to have him off the street and have him behind bars right now. Curry says Locke faced is a list of charges including rape 
The gun used in the crime hasn't been found. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Fairfax County police say Luck may have been involved in other crimes. They're encouraging anyone who believes they were victimized to get in touch with investigators. After traffic and weather, former President Trump is now accused of signing a court document he knew included false voter fraud information. That's in a new opinion from a judge. We'll talk about it with Politico's John Harris. It's 607. Heard on MITRE's Building Trust and Government podcast. Julie Gerberding, former CDC director, now with the Foundation for the National Institutes of Health. And Matthew Hepburn, who leads pandemic preparedness at the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy on the COVID-19 response and what we've learned about preparing for future biological threats. We should prepare to be surprised that the the, the baseball analogies, we're going to keep, you know, they're gonna, we're going to get a couple fastballs and we're going to get a curveball and we're going to get a slider. And we, we have to assume the future threat is not going to be like COVID. And if it's not, are we going to be able to pivot, be flexible? We for many years have been planning for a health crisis, a pandemic, but we were planning it as if it were a health emergency and probably not thinking enough about the fact that it's also an economic crisis and a social crisis. That's Matt Hepburn and Julie Gerberding on the Building Trust in Government podcast. Visit federalnewsnetwork.com. Search MITRE. WTOP at 608. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Springfield, Virginia, northbound on 395. Only one left lane is getting by the response to the crash before Edsel Road. Southbound from the freeway in D.C. to Fredericksburg. Congestion remains heavy both ways to the Wilson Bridge on the interloop in the local lanes on the bridge. The left lane was blocked. All lanes should now be open. Still slow both ways to the Legion Bridge as well. Westbound on 66 into Manassas. And in Maryland, northbound on 270 through Gaithersburg. Germantown Road 118 is open near 270. The police activity is clear. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for good and safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's talk about this forecast with Amelia Draper. Another cold night across the area. The National Weather Service issuing freeze warnings and frost advisories for most of the region. The freeze warnings are mainly for areas along and west of I-95 in the district and areas east of I-95 under frost advisories with lows tonight in the 30s. For tomorrow, sunny, a bit breezy, and a bit warmer as well, with highs in the upper 50s and low to mid-60s. Low to mid-60s for highs on a sun-filled Friday, still a bit of a breeze. Saturday is looking fantastic with plenty of sun and highs around 70. We'll be in the low 60s on Sunday with some rain in the forecast, especially later in the day. Partly sunny on Monday with highs in the 60s to near 70. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We're at 54 for Belvoir. Foggy Bottom now at 55. Silver Spring at 55. It's all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 610. We've got more breaking news on WTOP. Former President Trump signed legal documents describing evidence of election fraud that he knew were false. That's what a federal judge is saying tonight about Mr. Trump's effort to stay in office after the 2020 election. U.S. District Court Judge David Carter released an 18-page opinion that says President Trump knew specific numbers of voter fraud were wrong, but continued to promote the numbers both in court and to the public. Well, joining us live on Skype to talk more about this Politico founding editor, John Harris. Good to have you back, John. Thank you so much. 
Good evening. So as the, the various investigations surrounding the former president continue, does something about this feel maybe more solid to you, maybe a specific accusation of wrongdoing? Well, the judge said he has reviewed these emails and he sees uh, evidence of uh, potentially criminal wrongdoing. He said that's why these emails are not covered by attorney-client privilege. They belong up uh, uh, to, with congressional uh, investigators. But what's notable is I think this ratchets up the, the pressure or the expectation that ultimately there will be criminal charges uh, for President Trump in, uh, in, in trying to uh, deny the results of the 2000, uh, 2020 elections. Uh, because the judge says, look, it's clear he was making knowingly false statements to the public and to the court. Doing so to the court is illegal. How do you see that playing out, John? Um, so far, the congressional inquiry has, uh, the, the, the special committee on January 6th has really uh, laid out a lot of evidence uh, about what President Trump's role was in denying the elections and encouraging uh, the, the, the violence on January 6th, but it hasn't had a big political effect. If this moves out of the congressional arena into the criminal legal arena, uh, it, it's just much, much more serious uh, because you risk not just the wrath of public opinion, you risk literally going to prison. Now let's turn to the current president. We had uh, President Biden today releasing 15 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. It's his effort to try to stabilize gas prices. Uh, we have mixed opinions on whether that really means anything, whether that will move the needle, because in, in real number terms, it, it's a one-day supply for the U.S., but others argue that it does help on the margins of the market. Uh, some say that this is just a political move on the part of the president right before the election. And what are you hearing about all this? <laughs> well, it is largely a symbolic gesture. It's not likely to have a huge substantive effect on gas prices. But look, at this point, we're a couple weeks away from the midterm elections. Democrats are really running behind on this inflation issue. Symbolism is really important, and I think it just uh, it was clearly a political gesture, uh, but also one driven by some good measure of alarm at the White House and among Democrats generally about uh, what these midterm uh, elections, how they're faring up for Democrats. All righty, John. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Politico founding editor John Harris. We've got baseball playoff action right now. We'll check on it next, 613. Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman has a message for his fellow Virginians. Listen up. This is not a typical political ad. I'm a Republican congressman saying nice things about a Democrat. Abigail Spanberger. In Congress, the parties sit apart and don't work together, except Abigail. I'm Abigail Spanberger, and you deserve a Congress that works for you. It's why I've stood up to the leaders of both political parties, leading the charge to ban Congress from trading stocks, against congressional pay raises, and supporting term limits. She's trying to change Congress and make it work, and she's ranked the most bipartisan member of Congress from Virginia and fifth in the country. In the CIA, Abigail worked counterterrorism. She puts country first. That's why I support Abigail. I approve this message because Congress needs fixing, but I like a challenge. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. Thompson Creek designs, builds, and installs replacement windows. Without the middleman markup, you get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. Take advantage of our biggest sale of the year with 25% off all windows and doors for a limited time, plus special financing options. Call 855-57-CREEK. That's 855-57-CREEK before this offer is gone.
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. So what you talking about, Rob? Well, I come bearing breaking soccer news. Mm. DC United has announced more changes. They are parting ways with general manager Lucy Rushton and performance director uh, Victor Lunchuk. Uh, more on this coming on WTOP.com. The new NBA season opened last night before the Wizards. Tonight is opening night. It begins at the top of the hour in Indiana. Day one of year two for Coach Wes Unsell Jr. And Bradley Beal sees a difference from last year. More confident in his role. More confident in knowing that this is his team. Knowing that, you know, he has to put down his authoritative, I guess, mindset and kind of what he wants get out of us. And he's been doing a hell of a job of that. You could definitely see his, his aura is a little bit more different this year for sure. Now to playoff baseball, NCL, uh, NLCS, easy for me to say, game two in San Diego. Still a 4-2 uh, Padres uh, trailing the Phillies uh, as in the fifth inning. Uh, this game saw all the scoring happen in the second. The Washington Commanders, for the second time in as many years, are turning the keys to the offense over to Taylor Heineke. This after an injury to the starting quarterback yet again, Taylor. You know, obviously last year I threw 15 picks. That's unacceptable. And that's the easiest way to lose games is turn the ball over. So... If I can keep the ball in our possession, uh, just move the chains. Obviously, against the Packers last year, we, we moved the ball. We got down to the red zone. We just couldn't punch it in. So against these guys, you know, move the ball, get down the red zone, and score this time. I like our chances. This also helps their chances. The Packers' Aaron Rodgers did not practice due to a right thumb injury. We'll be monitoring that all week. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, thanks. The top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Capitol Police have detained three people after investigating a suspicious vehicle near the U.S. Supreme Court this afternoon. The officers found three guns, two handguns and a shotgun. Nobody was hurt. Former President Trump is accused of signing documents he knew contained false voter fraud information as he tried to stay in office past early 2021. That's what a judge has written in a new opinion. The judge says documents that show this must now be made public. Metro's Silver Line extension to Dulles Airport could be ready to go for the Thanksgiving travel rush, but WMATA and the Safety Commission haven't approved the 7,000 series rail cars or a safety certification. This news is ticking off Virginia's U.S. Senators. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news, the driver who crashed into the Ireland's Four Courts restaurant in Arlington back in August will not face charges. Arlington County Police say their investigation confirmed the rideshare driver had a medical emergency that caused the crash. The driver fully cooperated with police after it. The crash caused a fire in the Wilson Boulevard restaurant. Fifteen people were hurt. Loyal patrons and others in the restaurant community have rallied to raise thousands of dollars for the rebuilding efforts at that restaurant. Coming up after Money News, or coming up in Money News. The Dow end of the day down 100 points. Jose Andres lands at Reagan National. I'm Jeff Glabel. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Heading for the Wilson Bridge on the interloop, still slow, especially in the local lanes out of Oxon Hill. All local and through lanes are open at the Wilson Bridge. Traffic did back up quite a bit on I-295, the southbound traffic leaving D.C., but the lanes and ramps of the Beltway Interchange are open. And in Virginia, northbound through the Springfield Interchange on 395, delays are easing. Crash before Edsel Road is on the right shoulder. Southbound still slow on the southeast-southwest freeway to go out on the 14th and south of the Pentagon. Gone. 
Volume lingers on 95 between Lorton and Woodbridge and on 66 westbound out through Centerville as the sun sets. Beltway traffic is still on the heavy side on the western side near the Legion Bridge and on the inner and outer loops near Route 1 College Park. Northbound on 270, slow traffic. Rockville through Gaithersburg remains. It gets better as you close in on Germantown with 118 and all ramps leading there open. The police activity is clear. Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. No incidents and no delays uh, reported in the way. Baltimore-Washington Parkway just heavy north and southbound near Greenbelt and through Laurel. I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. Amelia Draper's watching the weather. A chilly evening and a cold night with lows in the 30s. The National Weather Service has issued freeze warnings and frost advisories for the D.C. metro region. You want to protect any sensitive plants and know you might be scraping some frost off your windshield tomorrow morning throughout the day. Sunny skies and a bit of a breeze. We'll be a few degrees warmer, but still feeling that chill. Our average high in the upper 60s. We'll have highs tomorrow in the upper 50s to low 60s. Low to mid 60s on the sun Friday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We have cloudy skies for the most part. A little bit of waning sun as we get towards sunset. We've got 55 in College Park. We're at 50 in Leesburg and 55 in Northwest D.C. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. WTOP News Time 620. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. David Abramowitz, the chief technologist at Trend Micro federal says educating the workforce about cyber threats needs to start earlier and continue for their entire career. When employees in an organization see something that's very well crafted and it looks like it's about something they are interested in and there's a link, sometimes you're focused on somewhere else or you just don't have the education, they'll just go and click. What we've done at Trend Micro to help that because we want everyone to learn at an early age to be what we call, let's say, a good digital citizen. Starting that at a younger age and infusing that in and giving those lessons, I think, will work very well. Let Trend Micro Federal, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com innovation. Looking for a better way to get a commercial loan? Turn to Bergen Herbert Bank. We're local, nimble, agreeable. You'll end up with a better credit solution customized for your business needs. I'm David Boyle, President and CEO of Bergen Herbert Bank. And whether you're a real estate firm, a law office, or a professional practice, I can promise you this. We're the better commercial financing choice for your business. Bergen Herbert Bank. It's better here. At your service since 1852. There are better ways to spend your time than shopping for Medicare. With enrollment ending December 7th, let Health Markets find your plan. Visit healthmarkets.com slash easy. Health Markets Insurance Agency, Inc. is licensed as an insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service and product availability varies by state. Sales agents may be compensated based on a consumer's enrollment and health plan. No obligation to enroll. Information provided is limited to plans offered in your area. Contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE. TTY users should call 1-877-486-2048. hours a day, seven days a week for information. We do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. This is WTOP News 622. A couple of weeks ago, a man charged in a murder was mistakenly released and quickly recaptured. Now Loudoun County's top prosecutor says the incident shows that better communications are needed between her office and the sheriff's office. Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, has repeated that 25-year-old Stone Colburn should never have been released October 6th. But she's grateful Loudoun County Sheriff's deputies were able to retake him in 24 hours. Once the error was discovered, 
the sheriff's office was immediately responsive and diligent towards rearresting Colburn. Sheriff Mike Chapman says the process Bibri employed to hold Colburn after charges were dismissed in the district court were confusing. But all aspects of the incident are being looked into. Both the top prosecutor and the sheriff say they want to improve communications to ensure that such an incident doesn't happen again. In Leesburg, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The D.C. Council is currently in the process of revising the city's criminal code for the first time in more than a century. It's an issue the mayor and the police chief talked a lot about at a news conference in Southeast today. We know that that criminal code certainly needs to be contemporized. But D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and Police Chief Robert Conti also expressed some concerns about some of the changes being considered. There's some things that need to be done to really to, to work through that to make sure that we get it right. But I think it's more important that we get it right than just get it done. Changes to laws regarding public urination and defecation, for example, are things that may not happen often. Often, but also aren't things they want to see taken off the books. We're going to need some time to look at it. So far, the mayor's office hasn't been able to review the proposed changes. In Southeast, John Dome in WTOP News. The commanders are suffering from poor play on the field, plus investigations and scandals in the front office. One NFL owner is openly talking about removing Washington owner Dan Snyder from the league. And then there's this. A fan named Drew from Rockville was at the season-opening game against the Jaguars at FedEx Field on September 11th. He won a raffle and was given a check for nearly $15,000. And then he says the check bounced. Drew talked about it live on air after calling the Team 980 Sports Talk Radio today. The commanders say it was all a banking error and they've sent the cash digitally. A man who crashed his car into an Arlington restaurant leaving 15 people hurt over the summer will not face charges. Police say it's because he had a medical emergency before veering into Ireland's four courts on Wilson Boulevard in August. The rideshare driver cooperated with police, and since the crash, locals have raised thousands of dollars to help the restaurants rebuild. Money news at 25 and 55 after the hour. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. No rally today. The Dow closed down 100 points. The S&P 500 lost 25. The Nasdaq down 92. That was close to 1%. Home builders continue to pull back. New home construction fell more than 8% last month. Construction on new single-family houses fell to the lowest level in two and a half years. A good summer for air travel and higher fares to fly were good for United. Its revenue was up 25% compared to 2019 levels. This last week, Delta Airlines reported record third quarter revenue. Capital One will open a VIP card member lounge at Reagan National Airport. Jose Andres will design the tapas menu. It'll be called Capital One Landing and be next to the entrance to Concourse D. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by the Maryland Department of Health. Medication called Evusheld for COVID prevention is available for Marylanders who are immunocompromised. To see if you're eligible, talk to your health care provider. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Health. Breaking news, three people arrested near the Supreme Court building. We'll have the story ahead, 626. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. These days... 
it's not enough to be resilient. Recession-proof your career with a professional master's degree from Georgetown's School of Continuing Studies. With programs in cybersecurity, human resources, public relations, project management, and more, Georgetown SCS prepares you to make an immediate impact in the workplace. And we offer OPM tuition pricing for federal employees.